Welcome to a special episode of Carrying Wayward, a supernatural podcast for fans who aren't ready to let go and newcomers to the series who are ready to jump in. I'm Rochelle Castellano with Drew Shulman and Marie Vigouhou. In this episode, we're playing Skip or No Skip and having cocktails. Let's um, keep this show in the roadhouse. Who's having a cocktail right now? Raise your hand. It sounds like it's just you. <laughs> it's been a really hard fall, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a time. I get it. I'm just getting over some really brutal flu, cold, franken thing. And so uh, I'm going to keep it easy tonight. I'm about to have tea, which my wife is bringing me. So that's beautiful. First time having you on the show since you're being wed. So like, congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> Feels really great. I got the marriage certificate in the mail, so I'm officially wedded. I love it. Oh my God. So this year we wanted to do something a little bit different. We know that we've had some really good games of Canon or Fanon. This year, I didn't want to risk potentially forgetting that Dean can play the guitar. Let's find a different reason to piss people off. <laughs> I was going to say, we decided to go for something even more incendiary. So we have a new game called Skip or No Skip. This has evolved a little bit since the original idea. At its core, the goal is to kind of decide like what episodes are absolute skips and what episodes are, are not. So the way that we're going to do this, each one of us is coming prepared with their five skips of season four what they think the let's make this very high stakes like the permanent skips like the episodes that you would never ever watch again in season four so once we've all shared the episodes that we would skip forever and the reason why we would skip them forever we then have to agree on which ones we would collectively skip forever Season four was a tough one to do. I'll be very excited to see where we land on certain ones. Like there's some where I'm like, I could see why we'd skip this one, but it's not my skip choice. I have a very definitive list. <laughs> yes. I think there's like three on my list that are like, we're all going to have. Some of the ones that I picked surprised me. So do we want to go like round robin? Like we each do one at a time and like, we'll keep a master list of like what potential 15 episodes we pick. That sounds good. Hold on. Let me just open an Excel spreadsheet because that's just the kind of person I am. The big takeaway is that these are definitive choices. And so like Mary said, the stakes are really high. Your personal five or our personal five may evolve because we're going to have to collectively agree on five. Well, because we have to campaign, right? For our own. We have to convince the others that ours are the best. <laughs> I have some where it's like, I could take it or leave it. Like as much as they're my choice, I could be swayed. But there are some that I'm like, nah, this is this is staying this is, this is for sure. And then what if somebody is really gung ho on skipping one that you love? Because I know that that's going to happen. I know for sure. <laughs> Rochelle, how about you give us your first one? My first one is in the beginning, episode three. <gasps> no. Okay. Wow. That is a hot take. Tell us why. It's a hard no on Samuel. 
And now thinking about it, I probably realize why I hate season six that much more. I detest Samuel (laughs) deeply to my core. And he just ruins every other really good nugget in that. So I'd have to leave that episode behind. To remind everybody in the beginning is 403 and it's the episode where Dean is transported back in time to Lawrence, Kansas. It's the first time travel episode. Honorable mention for Mary. It's a time travel episode. Already campaigning. So question before we move forward, I just think it's worth saying, do either of us have this episode on our lists? No, I don't have it on my list. Neither do I. Okay. I really thought mine would be the first one that comes up. It is the Great Pumpkin. Okay, so that's 407, where the brothers deduce a witch is sacrificing people to summon a dangerous demon. And it's also where we get introduced to uh, Uriel for the first time. We have the whole, like, we'll just wipe the town off the map because angels do a thing. But that one has so, so many, like, amazing cast moments at the end. It has a lot of really good cast moments. Okay, I'm pausing us here. The campaigning has not started yet. Mary, <laughs> what is your episode? What is your first episode? Hold on? on, Drew, you have to explain to us why. Why this one? You will see kind of the consistent chain with mine is while I might like the episode for a lot of little reasons, if it doesn't help the bigger narrative of the episode, of this, the arc, it can be left behind. So everything this episode does, another episode does it better. I'm going to have to hold back on my campaigning. Like, if we want cast moments, there's so many better cast moments. If we want angels or dicks, every other episode of the show up to this point does it and will do it. Drew, you're campaigning. Fine, 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 fine. I'm, I'm stopping. Shutting up, shutting up, shutting up. Okay, my first one is 408 Wishful Thinking. I'm just going to say, on my list. It's because, again, it's like you, Drew, it's not necessary to the bigger season wide plot and because of the non-con implications it's just not my cup of tea my second one is episode four metamorphosis Ooh, okay (laughs) okay i couldn't fall into it i couldn't like suspend my disbelief enough to feel like the stakes were both high but then also really like lackluster It just felt like it had a bit of an identity crisis. I will just say that this is the episode that gave us, if I didn't know you, I would want to hunt you. We have to make tough calls in this game. Drew, you're next. This was a mistake. (laughs) Oh God, I'm surprised how little overlap we've had so far. I'm really like, I really expected more. But like I said, wishful thinking was on my list as well. So I'm going to skip that. And another one I'm expecting one of you to have, Family Remains. Yeah, that's on my list too. Actually, that it might be the first one that we all agree on. We have a bingo. We do have a bingo. Just, it's in such poor taste I found that episode. We talked about how dehumanizing it is. Honestly, for me, like this episode, I agree, not necessary for the overarching plot, but I don't mind that so much because I, I like the concept. I think it could be really interesting. But what bugs me the most is that it just... It doesn't fit with the rest of the themes that are presented in the season. We all agree on this. So it's a it's a number one. But I will say my, again, very succinct reasoning was because I was high as fuck when I watched this episode. And for those of you who know me, and for those who don't, I don't do well with 
drugs and certainly not weed. And so I was paranoid when I watched that episode. And it was probably the most nightmarish thing that a high me could watch. And so just out of pure selfishness, it is dead to me as an episode for the rest of my life. (laughs) That's like me and dodgeball. (laughs) The movie or the sport? The movie. (laughs) I was like, you went high and played dodgeball one time and really had a bad experience. All right, Drew, your turn. I just said family remains. That was mine. (laughs) Someone else go. This one you might fight me on. Death takes a holiday, 415. It's the one where Pam dies. And that's basically the reason why I don't want to watch it because Pam dies and I love Pam. You know what? It's a very valid reason. It's, it's, I'll be honest. It's the, that's the same logic I use to almost put it on my list. Almost. So like you have someone who's already kind of semi on board with this one a little bit. You have some, you have some leeway there. My next one is 14 sex and violence. Oh, I'm going to fight you on that one. But why? Again, I had five to make. And I think that there's a lot of really good content in this uh, season. The Monster of the Week episodes are really fun in season four. And then the other stuff, the actual through lines and the plot uh, episodes with the angels are all, I think, important for the overall season and story arc and bringing you into season five. So an episode like Sex and Violence to me is easy to just sort of have to to remove. Tough choices. Tough choices. I, I agree. I agree. Tough choices. It's it's definitely one that like I read it and I had to like really fight myself because it's one that I love too much to put on this list. Drew, next one. One of my favorite episodes this season, but I think needs to be cut because it just doesn't do anything. And I know, Mary, you were expecting this one for yourself to be a mat me to fight on. But Chris Angel is a douchebag. I'm sorry. It's a brilliant standalone episode. No one needs it for the season. It's the last one on my list. And I said it's the weakest link of the, the remaining ones. Rochelle, your fourth one. Um, 19, jump the shark. People are going to be mad, but I agree. Okay. I, I don't have it on my list, but I, I, I would be willing to compromise with that one. Same. That was that was again. There was like I came down like my like filling my last two slots. I had a pretty hefty list of episodes that I was like I could live without. But now it was a matter of like how much can they do to like feed the world and like feed the like, you know like a hungry content kind of angle. And that one was like it has too much importance to leave on the floor. Drew, what's your last one? Someone's gonna really hate me for this one. It's the Rapture. Oh no! Really? It gives us so much cast moments. It, it gives us very few cast moments, but it gives us so much cast history. I think it gives us a good exposition. I think it's a good exposition episode. But anyways, again, we are not here yet. Not campaigning yet. My fifth one is When the Levy Breaks, which is 421. Brutal. I said that this was a hard one, but I find it too painful to watch. And so I generally skip it. If I'm anything, I'm a keener and I do my homework well. So I came with an honorable mention. Oh, shit. And that is episode two. Are you there, God? It's me, Dean Winchester. I thought about that one. 
But we have a good cast moment at the end. <laughs> you can't get rid of the cast moments. I really appreciate that each and every one of us are coming at this in, I would say, a very chaotic blend of selfish decisions and sometimes <laughs> plot decisions. <laughs> I am so legitimately shocked by the like amount of overlap we didn't have. Because I think we all have different interests in our like criteria. Mary, half of yours are like, it's just too painful. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, but you can't get rid of Cass. <laughs> like so many of Mary's I'm going to have to fight on because like they're so important to the story. They're so important to like make this season make sense. Drew, do you have an honorable mention that you'd like to add? I, I didn't think of one. I, I think my honorable mention would have just been one of the ones we already covered that I kind of semi-agreed with, like Jump the Shark or something. Like it's up there in the like, I debated this, but like it won out compared to something else. We're all at five, but Rochelle brought her honorable mention, which I'm putting in orange in our in our spreadsheet. I'm putting your honorable mention as Jump the Shark. And I think that I will put hmm, my honorable mention. Honestly, my honorable mention would be Monster Movie. I would sooner die than let you take that out of the space. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's not necessary. You know what? Don't fucking care. If we're allowed like one ultra super mega veto, that's my save. Okay, so let's get started with like the one, I, the one that we can all agree <laughs> the on. The only one we all agreed on. And that is Family Remains. Throw it out. Then we have like a couple of them that have two votes. How many of those are there? There are two. There's Chris Angel is a douchebag and wishful thinking for which both you and I have voted. So I don't know if Rochelle is feeling in any kind of negotiating mood in order to keep to like skip the ones that like would be more important to her or if she's going to like campaign from the beginning. So re realistically, Rochelle, is there any reason why wishful thinking or Chris Angel's douchebag should stay over something on your list? Wishful thinking was on my list. I'm willing to put my vote down for that one. I want to hear your reasoning for why Chris Angel is a douchebag should really stay. I don't like it so much as I like I dislike other ones more. No, wishful thinking can go. I'm down for that. Skipped. All right. So now we're at a deadlock. We've got three episodes left that we have to decide. Does anybody want to make a case? Because like you, you both have jumped the shark in there. Do you want to try to convince me as to why it should go? I think I'm almost I'd almost rather go and do the opposite of like defending the episodes we want to see stay. I'm just going to say metamorphosis, in my opinion, as much as I understand your point, Rochelle, I genuinely think it it's one of the episodes where the monster of the week really acts as a great metaphor for both Sam and for Dean and really does a lot to help build what they are for that season. And I don't think any other episode does as much for that arc as that episode does. I am going to have to agree with you, Drew. I find that metamorphosis actually sets the tone for the rest of the season and like how the relationship is going to go between them. Um, it gives us the iconic, uh, if I didn't know you, I, I would want to hunt you, which is literally foreshadowing for what happens later in the season, uh, particularly, particularly near the end. Also, from a Monster of the Week perspective, it's one of the very few episodes this season because this season has so many angel and demon episodes that the like 
fun and unique monsters are quite few and far between. I am willing to soften on metamorphosis, but I refuse to soften on the Samuel episode as a consequence. Uh, So you would be willing to soften here. So let's put a... For the listeners who aren't seeing this, watching Mary color code this spreadsheet (laughs) in such a meticulous manner is like mesmerizing. and I love it. We'll definitely take a screenshot and share it later so that you can see. Ultimately, like the point of the episode is to explain that like it's futile to try to change things. Do what you're told. And like doesn't really advance the narrative. So I can I can kind of live without it. Yeah, I was going to say like it could because if we're looking at the themes of the season, which play a lot also with destiny and free will, we are getting a lot of that in metamorphosis, right? Like nature versus nurture, uh, destiny versus fate. So I am I I mean, you guys know that I hate time travel to begin with. So it's not a hard sell. I I would be willing to. Skip in the beginning. I think we can all agree on in the on in the beginning as a removal. Goodbye. Skip. All right. Just just to recap. So 403 in the beginning is a skip. 408 wishful thinking is a skip. And 411 family remains is a skip. I was going to say, so is there any like vehement disagreements here? Are there any other ones where it's like you just totally disagree with someone trying to skip it? Would say the rapture. Or when the Levy breaks, I just love those two. I think that they're they're pacing they're pacing well to the end. Yeah, when like between the two, again, Raptor was my pick, so I'm a little more firm on that one. But the Levy breaks, I'm with you, Rochelle. I can't see us getting rid of like that one. I will rem- I will accept that we don't skip when the Levy breaks if we can have a real conversation about sex and violence. I'm on board. I'm on board with that conversation. Okay, so I'm removing my objection to when the Levy breaks. It can stay. <laughs> okay, Mary, why raise me sex and violence? Why do you keep it? Because it's Dean's gay awakening. <laughs> <laughs> it it like reinforces after we haven't really talked about it all that much since Metamorphosis actually. It reignites the brother feud. And it takes it to a level that, like, neither were really ready for. As much as, because, like, you know, we all have icks and whatnot. And, like, one of my icks is the non-con that happens in uh, in Wishful Thinking. But, like, the sex and violence one, like, I find that it's a, a really interesting exploration of, like, those hidden desires. So I'm also going to come out here and say that I'm very pro-sex and violence. It's a terrible sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very pro keeping this episode. I genuinely found it to be such an interesting episode. And then you also add on the like really evident, like queer D narrative. But then you also have this like sub narrative. We kind of inadvertently discovered of like Sam's like latent, a romantic, asexual nature in which the violence is more important to him, which is why he goes violence over sex when it comes to the siren. I think that just says so much about the two of them and is so much it's there's so much in the episode to, there's so much meat on that bone. I can I can walk back from sex and violence 
but I cannot walk back from Jump the Shark. <laughs> okay, I'm going to be very honest with you about this one. I'm okay. I, I'm afraid of the popular opinion that we're going to get after this. <laughs> People are going to be so mad. <laughs> we're going to get texts and emails about this. I do, do you really feel there's that many Adam stands out there working at this? Absolutely, enough? yes. We are. We will never hear the end of it. It it just really like, especially after recently having a voicemail about the Striga and thinking about you know John mistreating the boys. I don't need another reminder of that again. Rochelle, explain to me. So if jump the shark doesn't happen, does it mean that you remove? Adam from the narrative entirely or do they find out about Adam later on they find out about Adam later on I don't think that it was an elegant way of introducing Adam and I felt like it was a little bit pointless I like the idea I like the concept it speaks to a part of my life that not a lot of people can like relate to which I find very cool However, I, I agree with you. I hate the episode and I hate the execution of it. Yeah, I really, really do not think that they did it justice. Like the content of that episode or the concepts and the ideas could have been parsed out or redone in another way. And that's what I'm arguing with this one in particular. I just don't think that it executed well to be kept. And I think that that could have been used or done in a different way and probably even could have been tucked into season into season five in a lot of ways because there's a lot about the brothers and I get it I get why maybe they wanted to add that in at the end but to end it the way they ended it just doesn't I was like that was a waste of time honestly if it wasn't for the fact they physically introduced a new character who was like literally their like stepbrother I'd be so much easier to skip it because really all it does is like reinforce how bad John was while trying to give John this like weird redemption arc with Adam, which is like garbage. Fuck it. I'm, I'm with Rochelle this one. Fuck Jump the Shark. I'm out. So if we add Jump the Shark to the skips, we only have one spot left. Can we say that sex and violence is safe? I will give you safety for sex and violence. <laughs> that sounded very Jeff Probst of you. <laughs> Sex and violence, you are safe. Can we, do we say, because we have two of them who only had an honorable mention, which is Are You There, God? It's Me, Dean Winchester, and Monster Movie. I would be willing to let Monster Movie go because there are other ones in there that I feel more strongly about. I agree. Put it in green. And are you there, God? It's me, Dean Winchester. It really just feels to me like it's like there's nothing to hate about it. There's nothing to like nothing really makes me like have to sit here and defend it. But it's like it's a it's just it's a very wholesome, wholesome. It's a very like seasonal episode. It, it fits well. It's good. No, I completely disagree with that. Are you there, God? It's me, Dean Winchester is absolutely a defendable episode. What I love about it is how contemplative it is. Like when you think about it, most of course there's like the 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 
the monster of the week. But at the end of the day, those are manifestations of things that are happening inside of the boys, right? Like, and, and Bobby. So I really like that because that is one of the only episodes in the entirety of the series that that happens. And I just find it that it's such a nice change of pace, especially compared to everything else that we had seen up until that point. It does so much for the overall story without itself being like a particularly like I can't imagine many people claiming this as their like favorite episode of the season. So looking at the episodes we have not yet marked safe nor uh, skipped, we have the Great Pumpkin Sam Winchester. We have Chris Angel's a douchebag. We have Death Takes a Holiday and we have The Rapture. Is there anything in those four I just named that anyone really feels like we need to defend or like really can't stand? Because I'm going to say, despite the fact that Chris Angel's a douchebag has two votes for it, myself and you, Mary, I really genuinely loved it as a one-off episode. And like, as much as it doesn't deserve a spot in this season compared to some of the other episodes on the list, if I if I could save one of those four, that's the one I would save. Really? Not even the rapture? I, I felt more attached to the three old Jewish magicians than I did to Jimmy. Well, that's hard to argue. <laughs> You're wrong about the rapture. I think that there's a lot of exposition in there. And I think it was really needed to humanize Cass. I think what I personally love about the rapture is that like, cause until then we're told that like people consent to being possessed by angels. And I think I think for a lot of people, I think myself included for sure, like I would have a really hard time rationalizing how I would say yes. So it's hard for me to feel empathy for those folks who do say yes. Whereas like seeing Jimmy's story, like I got it a lot more and I had a lot more empathy towards those characters after that. Yeah, but if we're talking about humanizing Cass, I mean, hi, season five is a thing. Season five does it better in like the littlest ways. I will argue that season five, when we meet Famine, that interpretation of Jimmy through Cass does a better job than the Rapture does to empathize with Jimmy through Cass. The Rapture has the moment where Cass is about to tell Dean something and then gets taken away by heaven. We don't know where. And then Cass comes back and goes, I don't serve you. So there's that like really mysterious moment that we don't quite know what happens. Yeah, but like again, this is also the potential of like, I don't know what's going to happen beyond where we are in season five. Maybe that's more important down the road. But to me as a viewer who has limited knowledge of the future, that doesn't like really make me feel any way or the other. I think I, I think his his return to his 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 good self in the middle of the finale is more important. Then, Drew, if you're fighting really hard for the rapture, are you willing to let go of it's the Great Pumpkin Sam Winchester? I think the Great Pumpkin is the worst episode. I think between the two, I would get rid of Great Pumpkin. Okay, so then in that case, can we say that we keep the Rapture? If you are all conceding to give me the Great Pumpkin, you can keep the Rapture. We can't. I don't know if I agree to giving you the Great Pumpkin, but you have to let one of those two go. <laughs> Damn it. Essentially, Drew, you're trading the Rapture for a fight between Chris Angel and Great Pumpkin. I could let the rapture stay. Okay, so then we're leaving the rapture in that case. 
And I will concede you death takes a holiday. And then we can debate Chris Angel is a douchebag versus it's the great, great pumpkin. Yeah, I think I'm cool with that. Because I think death takes a holiday again is uh, it's fresh in my mind. We spoke about it recently, but bringing back, uh, I keep forgetting her name, the angel. Uh, Anna. Anna, the Reaper, not even an angel, Reaper. Oh, the Reaper. The Reaper is uh, Tessa. It's a great episode. It, it just, I really, I thought it was a great episode. Alistair is like, is phenomenal in it. it. And it does too much for the world building. So for me, it was a keeper. Like I, I would fight for it. So I, I'm, I'm content with this final argument. So now we have to decide whether we would forever skip Chris Angel is a douchebag or it's the great pumpkin Sam Winchester. So just to remind our listeners who can't see this list, unless you're looking at it in front of us now, Mary and I both said we should skip Chris Angel, despite the fact that I consider it one of my favorite episodes on an emotional level, but really as a standalone episode, not particularly as a part of a whole. Uh, and then It's a Great Pumpkin Sam Winchester was just me. <laughs> so do so really, I feel like I have no horse in this game because either way, one of mine is being removed. I win. <laughs> so really what it comes down to is you two. What are your thoughts, Rochelle? Neither are particularly favorite episodes of mine, so... Me neither. <laughs> I feel like we're now doing the reverse. We're arguing which one do we keep. <laughs> Actually, no. I would prefer to keep It's the Great Pumpkin, Sam Winchester, personally. I mean, based on your list, yes. I would like to keep it because of the I have doubt moment between Dean and Cass. It was very sweet. That humanized Cass, and I liked it. As you can tell, I'm a Cass girl. Ugh, I would totally give up Metamorphosis over Chris Angel. It's so annoying. So annoying that I conceded. Um, yeah, I think there's enough levity in some of the other episodes, like Yellow Fever, that we don't really need Chris Angel, and it doesn't really do too much. Did, did we agree? Oh my god! Okay, so I, I do. I do want to. I do want to open the floor though before we we make our official final list. So we now have five skips. But as Rochelle kind of said with Metamorphosis, she still really has one that she wants gone. Do any of us have any that we really strongly like? Really want to like get on that list and remove something else? I feel like I gave I gave it up. I gave it up fair and square. I can't go back. I can't. Could you convince me to like take something else off the list and put that on the no list instead? I, the thing is, I don't think I'm willing to budge about metamorphosis. I mean, I'm honest. I can't. Like, I'm. I, I'm. Do, I'm saying that and kind of like looking at the list, seeing is, is there anything I would like debate? Like, would I let you have metamorphosis if I can keep Chris Angel? But even then, I could do it. I give it up. I give up. Chris Angel. <laughs> I th so I think we definitively have, and I, you know what? I am shocked. I am legitimately surprised how tough this was. I'm going to say, though, that uh, I think uh, you could have it's, a, the, it's the Great Pumpkin Sam Winchester as the honorable mention. It could be. Must it be? <laughs> yes. Okay. You. I know your honorable mention would be Death Takes a Holiday, so I don't know. <laughs> And mine would be metamorphosis, so clearly. <laughs> uh, I disagree with that one. I want my objection to be noted in the minutes of this meeting. <laughs> noted thoroughly. Sonographer, read A this back Strong to us. nay. <laughs> <laughs> I was outvoted. <laughs> I super nay your nay. <laughs> 
nay, nay, I say. All right, Drew, do you want to recap which ones are skips and which uh, which one is an honorable mention for skip? So finally, if you are watching season four and you got to skip five episodes because you really just can't fit it all in. These are our official. These are the official carrying these are wayward. Carrying wayward official TM, TM, TM patent pending list of five skips. 403 in the beginning. 408 wishful thinking. 411 family remains. 412 Chris Angel's a douchebag. And 419 jump the shark. And if you really have to cut one more, you were like, it's one more. I missed the finale. We guess metamorphosis, maybe kind of not all of us agree. No, that's no. not what we agreed on. Drew. Yay, Drew. Yay. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm vetoing, super vetoing this one. That is not what we agreed to. He's pulling everyone's leg here. It's it's the great pumpkin, Sam Winchester. 407 is the honorable mention. Thank you. <laughs> I just wanted to mess with Mary a bit. <laughs> I know it was almost a Christmas gift for me, but it my my hopes were dashed. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to a special episode of Carrying Wayward, a supernatural podcast hosted by Marie Bigourou and Drew Schulman and produced by myself, Rochelle Castellano. Thank you to our Bunker patrons, Katira L. and Jeremiah Thomas for their generous support. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Hive, TikTok, and YouTube using at Carrying Wayward and leave us a rating and review on your podcast service of choice. And don't forget to join our coffee or Patreon for perks and extra content. You can use the link in all of our social media bios or go directly to carryingwayward.com. Until next time. Carry, carry on, on our wayward, wayward friends. friends. <laughs> <laughs> the way you pause that life, that was pure comedy genius. <laughs> <laughs>